Cowboy. Cowboy. Well, I'm a packing up my game and I'm a head out west. Where real women come equipped with scripts and fake breasts. Find a nest in the hills, chill like Flint. Buy an old drop top and find a spot to pimp. And I'm a kid, rock it up and down your block with a bottle of scotch and watch lots of crotch. Buy a yacht with a flag saying chillin' the most. Then rock that bitch up and down the coast. Give a toast to the sun, drink with the stars. Get thrown in the mix and tossed out of bars. I wanna roam find a no talent telling fools to come back home Start an escort service for all the right reasons And set up shop at the top of Four Seasons Kid rockin', I'm the real McCoy And I'm heading out west, sucker Cause I wanna be a cowboy, Welcome and thank you for listening to our show. My name is Josh and I'm the host of a weekly get-together that we're starting with my friends and I, uh, who are too busy to meet in person. We talk about a lot of things, entertainment, video games, movies, the news, and unfortunately this week, our first week, we lost about the first half hour. I'm still learning how to record over Skype and made a mistake. We're going to cut in about a half hour in. Uh, once we realize the mistake and start over. So you'll be having some fun with us. There is also some other details uh, about connections that we have to deal with. But I think the first week goes well. So here we go. Uh, This is me, Doug, and Conrad uh, talking about the news this week. Hope you enjoy. I was just calling to see if the connection worked and see how it sounded. Because I'm actually using my iPod to make the calls. I'm not actually using... Oh, I'm on my Zoom. Computer. Oh, you're using your Zoom? Oh, that's cool. No, that doesn't fucking work. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hang on, because I'm a little worried that it didn't again, work. Josh? Yeah, but hang on. Yeah, I just fucked that up. It didn't record that whole conversation. Oh, oh bitch. Yeah, it, it it overrode something else. So we're gonna we're gonna skip that part, and then so we'll talk about the podcast title. But yeah, it's working now. So that's why I'm glad that we stopped because I didn't want to waste the whole time. Okay, so it's working well, what now. What gave you the indication that it wasn't working? The um, it was I, I went into the to start adding adding some notes to the file and the wave where it shows you where people are talking. It wasn't going, and like I just I just noticed that when I went to add stuff about the Macho Man. So it's working now, but I guess I have to call you guys, and not you guys have to call me. Ah, okay. So, so that was the problem is that I picked up. I don't know who called first, but so I will start it from now on. So I'm sorry about wasting the last thirty minutes, but uh, <laughs> so we'll start we'll we'll start over a little bit. And I mean right. that's that's why this is the first one. This is not going to be the best one. 
But uh, so we just lost about a half hour talking about Osama dying and Macho Man dying, and I don't really feel like talking about that anymore. Yeah. So let's just start with. Um, Do you want to start with the beginning, stating our names? Yes, and then, and we'll like start. The, the we'll podcast. start that, and we'll start with the podcast about what we want to talk about, and then we'll go to the video games. So I'm sorry about that, but I'm glad I checked. Okay, so my name is Josh. I'm Doug. And I'm Conrad the asshole. Yes. Um, and now, I hope Kid Rock doesn't sue us for using Cowboy as our uh, theme music right there at the beginning. I'm sure you put that in uh, in post, post right, editing. Josh? <laughs> oh, yes, absolutely. Because <laughs> uh, that's what I do. I, I'm, I'm an editing master. Uh, and so we started, we're starting a podcast, I guess, with all of our friends just because it's really hard in this day and age, to get together on a routine basis like we did in college. Um, so we don't really have a podcast title anymore. We did talk about picking a title, but um, I guess we're just going to go with uh, Open to Discussion, which is the blog that we're going to be posting this on. Um, so why don't we do this? This isn't is a question I asked before, but what do you want to get out of the podcast, Doug? Um, well, I, I'm just actually looking to have – have some fun and some some nostalgia. I mean, one of the things that was fun about hanging out in college was that you could spend all night just bullshitting with people and talking, but there was no there was no any documentation or paperwork to go back and remember. You had to remember a conversation you had with somebody three at three o'clock in the morning over beers and cigarettes. So you didn't remember much the next day or the next week or year. So I figured this would be kind of a fun way to have some uh, some some way to look back and listen to them again and and think about oh yeah that's right that's what we were talking about or that's what was going on in that day or that month and year and all that so it's I think it's pretty cool to be able to have a, a record even though it may embarrass and <laughs> probably shame us all it'll be fun. Personally, I'm looking for two things out of this show. One is I don't feel like I get to wear a headset enough in life. So um, another couple of hours on the weekend sounds really good. Um, Second, I I really want to get some of that deep, deep self-loathing after I hear my own recorded voice because I hate the sound of my voice. And it really just is uh, It's going to be wonderful. Awesome. Well, I'm glad that we could... uh provide all that for you and you didn't have to buy a headset you could have just gotten a microphone but uh whatever i have a headset it's hot as balls in my room because i don't want the fans going on so no air conditioner no fans so i'm sweating my balls off and uh just thought i would share that with you that's awesome all right so uh save a vial for me uh, awesome. <laughs> so okay so what we do- normally do when we do hang out is play video games and there's a couple of video games that came out and i i put a couple down in the show notes uh that i want to talk about but in the last like i don't know three months what video games have you played um i would say the ones the one that i actually just finished recently was portal 2 um i've only played the single player and as conrad and i were having a conversation about this on friday it's one of the only games I've ever played in my life where I did not cheat and go look <laughs> online how to get through some puzzle or some part. I mean, I've played a lot of games, like even the ones like God of War or whatever, where you just reach a point where you're just like, I'm stuck. I have no idea how to get past this point. And I I am glad to say that I did not have to look up anything. I made it through the game, made it through all the puzzles. I was It was really fun. And 
Um, my wife bought it for me against her better judgment because she hates the voice of Gladys. And <laughs> Gladys's <laughs> Gladys's voice is throughout the entire game. But yeah, it was good. I, that was one of my probably one of my favorite games. I thought that was for as being as nonviolent as it is. It was a lot of fun. If we're on Portal 2, are we uh, are we doing spoilers? Because, I mean, it's been over a month now. I it has been over a month, and I have finished the game. So you've been warned. If you haven't played the game, skip forward. I'll tell you where to skip forward to. But let's talk about the, ga- the whole game and finishing it. Because how intuitive is that moonshot? <laughs> it's I very mean, really, intuitive. It, it's, um, it amazed me how it was just like, boom, there's the moon, and you can't help but shoot it. And yeah. that's what ends the game. It's I, I'm really kind of awestruck by the people at Valve, considering how much I enjoyed parts of Half-Life 2. Mm-hmm. And uh, then like the driving sections just drove me crazy, and I never finished it. And then playing Portal uh, by itself, and then Portal 2, both the single player and I've played through probably three quarters of the multiplayer at this point um just how intuitive and refreshing and fun that game is it's really kind of amazing well they do bring up like they do bring up space actually quite a bit i was reading a little bit about it afterwards uh, some reviews with spoilers and stuff like that and when you don't hear glados in the very beginning when the pre-recorded guy's voice after you you're trying to find the portal gun for the first time and you're going through some of the older ones and it's talking about low power so they they bring up the fact that the systems can run on 1.5 volts which brings up you know gladys running on the potato and they talk about unshielded in space they talk about that a lot and then of course there's the module that all he does is yell about space and that ends up in space out at the end. I really like the game. Um, I read about it a lot before I ended up buying it. I ended up buying it for the computer just because I wasn't using my Xbox. Um, it wasn't set up. And I really felt like the story was great. GLaDOS was great. I loved Stephen Merchant. I felt that the contrast between Stephen's voice and GLaDOS's voice or Wheatley's voice and his voice was was great, and uh, I really felt like it was a really fun game. I only cheated once. There was one point where there were three lasers and three holes, and you can only do two portals, and there was one block, and so that part just blew my mind. But the thing that messed me up every time was that um, if you're jumping up and down, that creates momentum, so if you're supposed to fling yourself, just fling yourself up the, what's that tube, the excursion tube, and then shoot another portal, and then when you fell, that created the, the momentum. And that happened like three or four times, and every time I had to relearn that part. So I figure, like, I have a learning disability based in this game. <laughs> you have portal funny. ADD. Yeah, I just <laughs> and it was, but no, I played a little bit of the um, multiplayer, and I played it with a random person. So the pinging tool that is amazing. Like, you don't need to talk to a person if you it sets it up like you can just point to where you want them to shoot the portal, and it worked. And I got a couple achievements with that guy. And we that works really well even if you're talking with somebody over the Xbox Live. Yeah. Does it just give you like a little marker saying like drop one here or something like that? Yeah. It's, it, put, it, it shows like uh, it's just like a portal except it looks like an eye. And you make a little sound and it, um, it just like draws people's attention. Interesting. Yeah, that's, I'm, I'm looking forward to playing the multiplayer. That's the one thing I have not done yet. 
And one of the things, um, Conrad, you were talking about Half-Life and Half-Life 2. And, and yeah, the controls for driving always just sucked and really did drive everyone crazy. But I think the fact that they took some of the strongest things about that game and just made them better. Um, the portal gun was awesome. But I think the fact that they went to the trouble of actually giving it some really gritty visuals, they took away a lot of the plasticness that came from the first portal. And I mean, with the overgrowth and all the broken walls and, but they, they made it, they made it interesting. And the first time I played through portal, it didn't seem like the world was that big. I mean, yeah, it seemed like you were in like a complex. And once you broke out of the, the confines of the puzzles and started roaming around in the back halls, it seemed like it was a little bit bigger but when they started showing like the shifting walls and the entire sections moving around, I mean, the scope of the game changed. I mean, the one part where you have to jump over this huge chasm and then you have to find a way to get one of those um, moving, I don't know, blue light things that would tra- teleport you in another direction. You got to jump the big hole. I mean, there were so many things about the scale that it just blew my mind that, that you were, I mean, you were trying to, it was like, and that the fact and and the the thing that Conrad pointed out about shooting the moon, I mean, you're, you're talking about a pinpoint of light that you're dropping thousands of miles away. And it was, it was totally natural to be able to do that. And the game shows you how big the world can be, but how easily it is to, I guess, to shape the world around you. That was kind of the, the underlying meaning of all of that, that I, that I took out of that was really interesting is that there was a, I think there was a little bit more of a a message being told, but I, I mean, in, in that form is of an art, I guess, what's his name? Siskel or Ebert. One of those guys always said the video games, he said that video games aren't a form of art. I think, I think that was Ebert. It was Ebert. Yeah. He was totally wrong. I think video games themselves can say a lot more than just the sum of what people see on the surface. And I mean, portal being that it's a video game. I mean, you look at it, it's fun. You play it, you're done, whatever. But I think part of, I think part of playing video games now, I mean, when I was a little kid, they, they shaped my life because it was a hobby. It was something I did, but now there there's stories behind them. It was like reading a really good book. You set the book down, you read slaughterhouse five or something, something else with, by Kurt Vonnegut. And, it changes your perspective of life. And I think that's what we're seeing video games being able to do now. Portal 2 is one of those examples that it's, I mean, it's a, such a simple concept. It's rare yet, though. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it, there's only the very few video games that kind of approach that level of art. I mean, I'll give Ebert, you know, some credit in that most video games, if they're not, you know, great games they're pretty much garbage um and there's a lot of you know the stories in video games haven't evolved yet to the point where they're on the same par as movies or books but they're sometimes getting closer i think one of the things that i found most amazing about portal 2 is that i never reached that frustration threshold where I just said, fuck it, I'm done. I, I don't want to play this anymore right now. I'll come back to it later. 
And it seems like I get that a lot with puzzle games. Like, I still haven't finished uh, Limbo. As amazing as that game is, every time it gets to a point where I just can't figure out how to go on, I quit playing for months on end. And that never happened with me with Portal 2, and I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, On the uh, Xbox One, do they have developer commentaries? They do. I haven't played through it with the developer commentary yeah. yet, though. Really... I did. I did the first level. It was. It was interesting to have, like, because they actually insert the um, the robot characters and showing some of the concepts and ideas that they were starting with when they started designing the game. And it's just like you. You're like watching a little video as you're walking through the level. It's interesting. Yeah. Well, even in the single player, it was very eye-opening to show that all the testing that they did for each level and uh, they would tell you about the different level design choices that they made then they would have someone play test them and then but not just one person it would mean they did a lot of testing for it so portal really is this whole series has been open about showing you how to teach people how to play a game i mean both of those games both portal one and portal two teach you how to use the different objects in the game and how everything works. So it's not just playing a game, but it's teaching you to use the skills. And then later in the game, when you are more open, that's when you figure out the puzzles. So I feel like, like you said, Conrad, I I very rarely got frustrated with the game um, because it taught me how to adapt. So I didn't have to figure everything out on my own. And it's um, so satisfying when you actually do figure something out. Even if it's taken you a while and you're like, come on, when am I going to finish this puzzle? As soon as it clicks, it's like, oh, yeah. And you get that that testing euphoria that Wheatley was talking about. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. All right. Did you? Okay. So Portal 2, we all played it. Uh, I really liked it. I don't like giving ratings, but I would definitely recommend playing the game. Five stars. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Out of how many stars? <laughs> Three. <laughs> 6.2. Um, did you guys play any other new games? Uh, God, did I? Not brand spanking. I've played, I was playing some Forza driving cars. Um, I've been enjoying playing that with my daughter because she, every time she sees me playing it, she wants to pick up a controller and do some co-op so she can crash the purple uh, VW bug that I made for her. Nice. <laughs> Fours is pretty old, but I mean, uh, yeah. I used to buy games all the time, and now I've just kind of slacked off. It's not that there aren't great new games coming out. I mean, we'll talk about L.A. Noir. But there are so. such good catalog games. I mean, honestly, what I've been playing most recently is Mass Effect 2, just because I never played a Renegade uh, playthrough, and I wanted to get that down. So, <laughs> And I'm, I'm loving it again, and I forgot most of what happened in the plot and granted most of the plot is just you know picking people up and gaining their loyalty but um i'm interested to see where the ending goes um who who are you trying to have sex with at the end you know i haven't really decided that this is my male playthrough um so uh, i've already got miranda ready nice um and i'm i'm doing tally's uh loyalty mission right now so I figure she'll be ready as well after that. It's funny how all RPGs have now devolved themselves into get a party and then try to have sex with everyone in that party. <laughs> and like that's how you decide. It's like on your playthrough. Okay, are you good or evil? Check. 
and then who are you sleeping with? And that's how you that's how you define every playthrough. There's that. There's um, what's the other one? Dragon Age, where you can become uh, ambidextrous and sleep with whoever you want to sleep with. I played the original Dragon Age, but I didn't pick up the second one yet. I just uh, I don't know what it is about RPGs right now, but it just seems like they're all the same. I mean, the combat's different and the stories are different, but again, it's get a party, defeat a guy, have sex with someone in your party. Josh, I want to hear your theory on ambidexterity because I don't think it means what you think it means. No, I, it means exactly what I think it means. It's just <laughs> I know, I, yeah. So uh, you could use either hand. That's that's how you figure out which way you're going. <laughs> Um, and then sometimes you can sit on your hand and then that's a third thing. Um, so yeah, I haven't really played, I mean, I've been playing world of Warcraft. I know you guys don't play a lot of computer games, but that's been fun. I've been, um, I, I got into a group with a penny arcade guild. You guys both read penny arcade, right? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So they have a forum and then there are a bunch of the fans get together. So that's actually how I found a group of people. I have a bunch of people on my Xbox friends list that I play, the games with like Black Ops, although I haven't been playing that recently, and then like World of Warcraft. So it's nice to get um, a, uh, a site together where you can find other people to play with. I mean, we have a good group of friends, but not everyone buys the same game. Not everyone, you know, plays the same thing. Have either of you even thought about uh, buying L.A. Noir? No, no, not at all. Kind of a little bit, but I may just borrow it from somebody if somebody I know buys it. I have kind of an kind of a love hate relationship with Rockstar, and that I love their games when I start to play them, but then around the the middle to late third, I kind of start to hate the game. I've never finished one of the uh, um, Grand, the Theft, Grand Auto. Theft Auto games. I'm kind of amazed that I actually did finish. Uh, not the zombie mode, but the normal mode of uh, Red Dead. Red Dead, yeah. Did you ever? Was Crackdown one of theirs too? I can't remember if Crackdown was a Rockstar game. I, thought, I, don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think it was a Crack. I mean, I, I finished Crackdown. I finished Grand Theft Auto Four. I didn't finish Red Dead Redemption. I think I loaned that to Justin and haven't gotten it back yet. But uh, don't um, hold out hope. No, I'm not. <laughs> but it's just like again, those open world games. I mean. They're kind of all the same. I'm hearing a lot of great stuff about this. They're saying it's game of the year. They're saying, like, oh, the facial expressions. And I'm like, was that really a big deal? I mean, it, it must be amazing if that's all anyone's talking about, how it's revolutionized and no game will be the same and, like, it makes all the other games look like complete crap because you can actually see what these people are saying. And some of their t- deaf people are saying they can lip-read the characters and – I mean, it's just amazing that all the stuff is being said about this game, but I'm just like, yeah, but you're still walking around going on missions, aren't you? I mean, is there really that big a deal? Yeah, and part of that like makes me feel sad for professional voice actors who you know, can't do that facial capture stuff unless they you know, just overdub it on somebody else's pretty face. Mm-hmm. But even then, I mean, you're still doing the same thing. He, he would have to be saying the lines, so why pay two people when you can just get one person to do it? Mm-hmm. But it's all going to be C-list actors. This is true. Yeah. So, go ahead. Well, I, I mean, coming from some of the games that I've played, I think Conrad's got it right, is that 
I mean, even as an art form, it probably is gorgeous. But and you're saying it too, Josh. That I mean, there's it's going to be a formula. There's going to be some some missions or some method that you have to figure out and then go do, and then it'll come down to the end, and they'll try to throw a twist in near the end, and you'll be surprised. And then there'll be a half an hour <laughs> videography thing at the very end to show you how it all went down. I mean, it video games are very there's formulas and everything that people love to use. But I I think, I mean, as long as it keeps progressing and things keep getting prettier and better, I mean, that's, that's all we can really ask for. I mean, I don't think I've ever played a game that's supposed to be like LA LA Noir, except for maybe um, heavy rain. I got, I picked that up for the PlayStation three a long time ago and I played that occasionally, which is, it's very interesting. It's not so much like, shoot em up or first person or anything, but it it's a, it's a way that a game is trying to stretch the boundaries of interactivity. And I think as long as, as long as people keep trying to push the envelope, it's, it's going to be more and more interesting in five years from now, we'll all be amazed at how things have progressed from where they are today. But yeah, I mean, it, sometimes games catch me off guard and, and blow my mind, but I'm I'm not holding out hope much for LA Noir. Yeah. The thing is, I'm not so worried about, you know, facial capture and and, you know, amazing phenomenal graphics. It's like Rockstar learn to press my fun button. I mean, really that's what I'm in a game for is I want to have fun and if you give me a good story with it, hey, great. But, you know, I don't I, and I can't say cuz I haven't played the game. Maybe it's fun. Um but they haven't really gotten there for me yet. All right. Well, going back to Doug and the PS3 and the heavy rain. Uh, so for the last 23 days, the PlayStation Network's been down. And I know Conrad couldn't care less because he doesn't have a PS3. And I haven't been playing on it. But talking about the, the situation. And so the PSN goes down, I think, on like the 11th. And then they turn it down. They shut it off. And then a week later, they tell people that... 77 million accounts have been hacked. 12.5 million credit card informations has been uh, compromised. Compromised, and uh, <laughs> and then uh, by the way, we're going to come back online, and here are some free games if you forgive us. So, what do you guys think about what happened to the PSN? <laughs> you know, it's funny that I, I mean, you you just nailed it on the head, Josh. Um, I heard about the PlayStation Network going down from my dad. Because for for Christmas, my mom decided she wanted to get my dad a Blu-ray player, and I suggested the PS3 because it was the best one for 300 bucks at the time. And he had it set up to watch Netflix and all that stuff. And he calls me one night, and he's like, I can't get this thing on the Netflix. What's the problem? It's, it keeps kicking me out of the PlayStation Network because it keeps saying I need to sign in. So I, I started looking into it, and sure enough, PlayStation Network's down, all that stuff. And that was like two days after this whole thing started. And I mean, it's, it's ironic and it's also really sad that a company as big as Sony and a PlayStation, which is the PlayStations have been around since what? 97. The first one came out. Mm -hmm. They've been around for 15 years and they got hacked. And I mean, not just a little bit, but totally like, boned hacked where everybody everybody who possibly could have ever had an account everything about them that they ever put in there now is compromised i mean that really sucks 
and giving away a couple of games, they're they're never going to live that one down. I think I think that was probably the death knell for them in terms of um, probably consumer trust from this point forward. I mean, they gave they took a lot of ha- a lot of flack because of um, what happened with GeoHot and he had hacked PlayStation to uh, to be able to play I get or to to be able to install Linux on it and to add the backwards compatibility and all that stuff. It took a lot of they took a lot of flack for that for suing him. But I think now this is just I mean it's the it's the nail in the coffin. They're not gonna they're never gonna recover from this. They ate they ate so much of the cost charging they were losing money on every PlayStation, they were losing money on everything. I mean, the PlayStation the last five years has been just a constant suck on on Sony's bottom line. Any thoughts, Conrad? Well, I just wondering. I just wonder what's going to happen to my Curiosity account. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, it's it's actually kind of funny to me because I mean, yeah, I don't have a PS3, but I've got a a Sony TV that has internet connectivity, and the same thing with my Blu-ray player. I haven't had an issue getting on to any of the services available through uh, my TV, Netflix, no problem. Um, so, I, I mean, I'm kind of removed from the whole situation. It's To me, it's like, well, you know, it's free. That's kind of what you get. Free ain't cheap. Um, well, now it's not even free anymore. I mean, they're charging <laughs> for the PlayStation Plus you know, and now oh, now, oh, you got hacked. You don't Here's... have to have it to no. to play with other people or to use Netflix, right? right? No, you don't have to use it. Although that's one of the things that they're offering is 45 free days of the PlayStation Plus. But anything that you use on that goes away after the 45 days. And then just recently, I don't know if you heard this, but they started bringing the servers back online. And um, one of the servers they brought back online, someone, one of the hackers had installed a phishing website on it. So as soon as they brought it back online, they were running phishing software for themselves. So they literally they had a malware on their server when they brought it up. So they had to bring that server back down and God. all this other stuff. I, I mean, I feel bad for them. I, I don't think it's as far as what Doug says. Like they're they're not. I mean, they're going to make PlayStation Four. They're going to continue. But I mean, I had a choice of buying Portal Two, and I was going to buy it for the PlayStation Three because you get it. A copy for the PS3 and a copy for your computer for free. And I don't know if you can hear my dog in the background. She's going nuts. I can um, hear. But um, um, anyways, um, so it was just like, now uh, do I want to buy games for it? Yeah, maybe the ones that you can only get on the PS3. But, I mean, the Xbox did have a problem. I don't know if you guys remember when we got, what's that game that everyone has but no one plays it? Halo three or Halo Reach, the one where you, if you didn't have a hard drive, it wouldn't let you play it on one of the new slims. Well, no, there's that. But uh, a while ago, there was a, during Christmas, the Xbox network went out and they gave us a free game. Oh, Undertow. Oh, yeah. Undertow. That's what it is. That stupid Scuba Steve game. <laughs> yes, that no one plays anymore. I mean, so Xbox I played it for two minutes. Xbox hasn't been like perfect, but the fact that I can recall one event in the last what is it seven years. Where they had just like, and it was just bad. It wasn't like down. You just, it was just really bad connectivity. Like, but it was during the Christmas holiday, so they gave us a free Xbox Live game. And it's just like, yeah, one's paid, one's not. And it's not like this couldn't have happened to the Xbox because the security experts are all saying, you know, this could happen to anyone. It's just that they chose the Sony for it. 
but it's just like I don't know. I think Doug's right a little bit that I don't really have a lot of consumer confidence in Sony right now. Yeah, I think their good. hardware is great. Um, I have questions about their software. Yeah, I think you, you nailed it too. That's that's exactly right. The, the PlayStation 3 is, is an amazing piece of hardware. It's got a great processor in it. The graphics are amazing. But one of the biggest complaints, and I wrote about this on the blog years ago, it's probably over two years ago now, is their media capability of playing back like a movie is one of the biggest pains in the ass, and it doesn't, it's never really worked right. Their streaming capability has always been broken. Um, it, it's, it's never been about the hardware. It's always about the guy that wrote the code. I think that they just, for some reason, they didn't devote enough resources to it. And I mean, it's sad to say that it comes down to that, but it, it really should have been. They should have been able to, to, to pinpoint where they were going wrong and fix it, especially if they're getting feedback I mean, one of the things that I've noticed about Sony users is that they're vocal. If people get pissed off about it, they, they're not quiet. And everything that's happened in the news about Sony in general, I mean, even the people who don't know anything about the company or, or even cared about the PlayStation, they've all had something to say. Because the PlayStation, I mean, a network, you're the, the bread and butter of your, of your hardware console going down for almost a month. And you, I mean, you getting screwed and you, you don't know what to do. I, I mean, I know a lot of people that I worked with at my old job. Everybody, everybody played Sony PlayStation games. They always, I mean, they had a Thursday night thing where everybody from work would play NHL or they would play um, Navy, some Navy SEALs game, SOCOM or something. And it was this ritualistic thing that I'm sure that every single one of those guys was pissed off because that was their gaming console of choice. They all played PlayStation games, and for a month, they couldn't. They couldn't interact and play the games that they were used to playing all the time. So, I mean... That, that... reminds me, I have to razz Steve about that. <laughs> That's right. He st did he ever get an Xbox? I, can't I don't think he did. Yeah, I can't remember if he said he did or not. But yeah, yeah, exactly. He was always, he was always fighting, saying, oh, no, PlayStation's better, PlayStation's better. Well, no. Although my first Xbox is dead in my basement, it red ringed, <laughs> it red ringed and died. I think maybe a year and a half ago. But hey, you know the Xbox. I think it was. This has always been the software. The Xbox, Microsoft. They've known what's going on. They built. They built it the right way. They they invested the time and they said, hey, if the users want to use this great feature, they're going to pay us for it. And people did. People paid for the Xbox Live. I've had an Xbox Live account for. Seven years, I think now. I mean, forever. Yeah, and technologically, I mean, Xbox is definitely behind the times, but it's, I mean, you're seeing the differences between a software company making a piece of hardware and a hardware company trying to uh, push out software. Yeah. I mean, just look at the update speeds. Yeah. Oh, hello? Yeah. Okay. Still there. So, okay. Yeah, you're right. Um, I always notice this because with uh, Rock Band, Rock Band release came every Tuesday, uh, and then um, the Sony software gets released every Thursday after maintenance. So there's maintenance on the Sony networks every Thursday. It's uh, really interesting. So I'd be interesting to get uh, Corwin and uh, Jody's experiences because they're more heavily into PS3s than we are. But um, so yeah, it was interesting that it went down. 
right uh right around the time uh, rapture is supposed to happen it comes back up so i was afraid i was only going to get enjoy my uh ps3 for like another two or three days but um Josh, you're not getting raptured. Well, I figured that the people who control the software would get raptured, and then the network would go back down again. What, Japanese people? Yes. They're holy, aren't they? <laughs> but they're um, Shinto, oh, we lost, aren't they? We lost yeah, we, Doug. Yeah, we seem to have lost Doug. Okay. So let's see if we can get him back in here. All right. Well, we'll take a break, and then we'll get Doug back in here. All right. Sounds so good. On. guys you lost okay. me yo yo <laughs> all right so yeah my ipod decided to uh totally freeze up on me there so that's what you're i'm doing using. video now yeah i see you're doing video <laughs> no i'm not actually doing video i'm trying to get my ipod to reboot but i can see you yes <laughs> i'm actually using my mac right now and that's interesting okay uh i'm converting the other file uh we are we are recording this uh again but um uh, in case I don't do a little preamble to the first podcast, we lost like the first half hour because I'm an idiot and can't record right. But um, <laughs> so now I get to see Doug's face on the Mac while he fixed the. Oh, there he goes. Yep. No, it's still not working yet. I okay. Just trying to. It, my iPod is totally screwed. I don't know what happened there. I started hearing people chirping and clicks and everything, and then all of a sudden everything died. So did the power <laughs> die? Cause, I mean, no, no, it still had power. Just something froze about it. I don't know exactly what. Yeah. Well, that's okay. We have a little bit of time. Um, there, I turned off my video, so you can't yeah. you can't see me sweating and staring at the stupid little thing. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, so, well, let's just go down to the next topic. Uh, I think we're going to skip Rapture, other than the fact that uh, it made me laugh heartily about the end times and what Rapture is and having to explain to Addy exactly what Rapture is and the Left Behind novels. <laughs> and then I told her the real funny thing is watch that the Mayan calendar was actually correct and that not only were we, not only is it we're going to world's going to end in 2012 but we were arrogant enough to make a movie about it like 3 years before it happened. <laughs> okay, so this year there are a I kind of wish it had happened personally. I'm just throwing that out there. I don't, because, like, if it really did happen, and, like, all, like, the really good people, like, I work for a nonprofit. I'm assuming that a couple of them would have gone, and that would have just made my job even tougher. See, I'm going from the assumption that the only people who were going were the really crazy ones. Oh, the really crazy ones? Okay. (laughs) That would have been interesting. 
Matt. Have you seen the people who've been proselytizing about this? They're the crazy ones. I did, see, I did see some pictures of people. I can't remember what the website is off the top of my head, but I do remember seeing pictures of signs that all contain some certain website's name at the bottom. And I, I can't remember what it is off the top of my head. I don't want to go digging and looking for it because it'll show. It'll just lend them a little bit more credence if we name their names. Well, yeah. yeah, my thing was, and I was telling Doug about this uh, a couple days ago, is the first time that I heard about this thing uh, that was supposed to be happening is uh, it was on NPR. And they're talking, and then you hear this woman screaming, the end is near, you're all going to perish and burn for eternity in hell. I'm like, oh, okay, some crazy people. And the, the NPR reporter goes, we're in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that just reminds me of um what was that summit that people came and then they were protesting the g20 they were protesting down the street for you and it was just like all over the news like this woman threw a bike at a cop not really threw, just like pushed it at him and she got <laughs> beat to, to hell and back and i'm like yep that's my city <laughs> but uh but yeah so um anyways so it was just interesting to me uh addy who has no context of religion at all does it has never read the bible doesn't understand it you know um bless her heart uh keeps asking me questions about it and and since i'm jewish i have at least a literal understanding of it if not a moral understanding of it just explaining to her what the rapture was was just and then she's like is it supposed to happen now she kept asking me you know what happened to australia and it was very interesting to see from a person who just isn't cynical enough to just dismiss it out of hand. Just at 6 p.m., she's like, are you still there? And I'm like, <laughs> yes, yes, I'm still here. Wait, so – but you did explain to her, though, that you – I mean, that you being Jewish would not be called up into heaven, right? I yes. mean, that's kind of the – that's kind of the idea is that you have to be a Christian and you have to be – you have to have Jesus in your heart. And I mean, there's all these these things that you have to almost check off a list and say, well, I've had a shot as a Jew, though. Yeah. But only 144,000 of you are going to make. And that's after all the shit goes down, too. Yeah. That was the the Mormons. Or is that? that? No, that's Jehovah's Witness. I can't remember. We're we're getting into uh, hearsay now. So anyway, so heresy, what heresy? Exactly. Um, So we are all here still. Why are you calling me? <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to transfer the call over to my iPod and it's not. All right. Well, well, I guess we can take another break again while Doug gets his stuff fixed, and then we'll yeah. we'll talk about uh, superhero movies in a second. So. All right. Cool.
All right then. All right. Yeah. Just try, try to boot me from the call. I think that's uh, probably the best method there. Okay. All right. So. Uh, that was really good, Celine Dion, that you played over the break, Josh. Oh, absolutely, Celine Dion. <laughs> I know. I know she's your favorite. Uh, the Titanic song, or whatever that's Yikes. called. Um, all right. So speaking of movies, um, uh, I just saw Thor with my dad uh, when it came, the day it came out. Saw it in 3D. 3D, I wouldn't recommend it, but this is the year of the superhero movies. We got Thor, we got Green Lantern, we got X-Men First Class. So um, I know we've had a lot of super movies this decade, basically, but are you guys still excited for comic book movies, basically? I am. I uh, I actually went and saw Thor by myself. We had We had an open house at our house, and so I had to get out for four hours. So I figured, hey, what the hell? Go see Thor. And I paid way too much to see it in 3D, but I was, I mean, I was left impressed. I mean, as, as grandiose and as crazy as it was with all the costumes and, and bizarreness of it, I thought it was, I, I mean, I, I know practically nothing about Norse mythology. I studied mostly Greek mythology, so I know all about Zeus and Hera and, and Athena and all that stuff, but I don't, I didn't, I know nothing about uh, Odin or anything like that, and I thought it was I thought it was interesting. I thought it was kind of fun, and they did it in such a way that it wasn't it wasn't ridiculous as it could have been. But they made I mean they tried to make you feel like there was a little bit of a connection with the characters, and Natalie Portman is hot, so <laughs> that didn't hurt. Not at all, Connor. Did you see it? Yeah, I saw it. Maybe I wasn't in the right frame of mind because Jenny liked it and she saw it by herself. Well, she saw it with Jody, didn't see it with me. I saw it with my dad. I took him out for his birthday because my dad is, you know, the guy who grew up with comic books and owned X-Men number one and Spider-Man number one and all that kind of stuff. So he was really interested in seeing it. I took him to see it. Honestly, I didn't care for it all that much. I was pretty bored. I'm glad I didn't see it in 3D because then I would have been bored with a headache. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just kind of getting over the whole superhero movie thing. Yeah. Like I I remember being super freaking pumped to see Spider-Man, the original when it was coming out, and then you know. Recently, it's been, meh, all right, okay, I'll get, I guess I'll see it. I mean, Wolverine, that sucked. Um, I'm, I'm probably still going to see Captain America. I probably won't see Green Lantern, because I was never much of a DC guy myself. Kind of been meh on the last couple of Batman movies, even though they're way better than anything Joel Schumacher ever crapped. <laughs> but I don't know, I'm... I, I'm feeling like it's maybe I'm too old for it now, although I don't think that's the issue. I think really they need to tell some better stories if they're going to use these characters. Yeah. Well, it's, I think they're, they're trying too hard to give like a backstory of everything like they did with Wolverine, like they did with Thor. They're, they're showing what they're, what they're doing is they're trying to set it up for sequels. They're trying to squeeze as many dollars as they can out of this thing. So to get the average Joe that never read a Thor comic book to enjoy it, they got to give them they got to give them just a little taste of it so that they can have Thor two and Thor returns and Thor and all his buddies get killed. I mean that that's where they get they got to keep going with it. That's what that's the ultimate plan. 
Well, they are. I mean, Joss Whedon is now directing the Avengers, which is their ultimate goal. Is they're introducing the Green Lantern, Thor, uh, Captain America. They did Iron Man. They're going to redo the Hulk and all of those things in the credits. You know, after you, you wait after the credits and you see, you know, Samuel L. Jackson being Nick Fury. You know, him setting up that all these movies are connected, so that when they make the Avengers, that's going to be their, you know, their main piece, their um, their uh, their ultimate goal. Uh, I wasn't in. I mean, Thor was good. I I enjoyed it for just being a stupid movie. But I've been going for all these movies, just saying, oh, they're going to be a stupid movie in the summer, and I'm going to enjoy it. I mean, they've what the Pirates Five, you know. So it's there. There are worse movies out there, you know, Pirates of the Caribbean. But um, I'm actually interested to see Green Lantern because I uh, apparently they rebooted the whole thing uh, in the comics a while ago. So I was interested to read those. I ended up picking up a couple of those books and reading the reboot and all that kind of stuff. I just remember when I was younger reading a comic book where the Green Lantern basically destroyed the universe because they had this storyline where it ended up there was a couple paradoxes where a couple comic book characters were dead, but they were also alive. So they had to reboot everything. And Marvel doesn't really need to do that. DC seems to have to reboot everything every couple of decades or whatever, but... I'm really excited to see First Class from the, the previews. Speaking Angel of, was a boy. <laughs> Speaking of um, fifth sequels, Josh, have you seen Fast Five yet? No, I have not. I know. <laughs> I know I'm supposed Go to. see it. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where you can take all the movies that you've ever seen that have five in them. <laughs> And it, I mean, it, it doesn't disappoint in the sake that they just went as hard and as fast and as stupid as they possibly could. And I mean, being a guy and seeing cars blow up and all that crap, it, it is a lot of fun. It, it's just as dumb as it could get. But I but remember. I, I feel like the, the director and the writers for Fast Five had something that maybe Kenneth, Kenneth Branagh didn't have for Thor. And. Really, you haven't seen in a whole lot of superhero movies, maybe with the exception of the first Iron Man, is that they had a sense of humor. And they were just in it to have fun, show TNA, race some cars, and blow stuff up. And it was just fun. It was worth yeah. it. Absolutely. Even if, you know, the physics of it didn't make sense in a million years. <laughs> yeah, the, the whole concept of that last 45 minutes is just beyond belief. But yeah, it was. It was It was one of those movies that, I mean, I'm actually growing my goatee longer because I want to look like The Rock. <laughs> uh, so you're going to become Samoan? Is that? Is yeah, that... I'm going to shave my head and, and wear black shirts all the time and in cargo pants don't forget the tribal <laughs> steroids yes. that's right yeah i gotta yeah i gotta gotta juice up and and gain about 100 pounds of muscle <laughs> and then the tribal tattoos because that's that's yeah. that really makes it that's right i mean yeah i know it's good i, I just give the rock tribal tattoos considering he's tribal yeah absolutely <laughs> I mean, I, I do want to see it, but it's slow on my list of priorities. Again, you know, having a real job and, you know, uh, uh, owning a home now. I'm, I'm, I joined you in owning a home, and I just mowed my lawn because uh, I haven't been able to do any physical activity from the surgery. Um, you know, so I mowed my lawn. The grass was like, you know, three feet high. That was fun. Plus, it's been raining for like 
the past two weeks. Yeah. I just yeah. mowed mine yesterday, and it's still long. Yeah. So uh, I have to pick and choose which movies I want to go to, which games I have to buy. So, you know, I, I picked Portal 2, and I picked, you know, um, uh, Thor. So, but yeah, I mean, eventually I'll see it. I, I ended up seeing the fourth one with Conrad. He made me see that. So he really likes these uh, stupid car movies. So I, did, I wouldn't have figured that. <laughs> I'm just in it for the laughs, Josh. Now, I missed the second and third one. I, I saw the first one on video, and then I missed the second and third one. And then I saw the previews for the fourth one, and it looked hilarious. And then the fifth one was even more hilarious in the previews. So that, yes. that was my motivation. All right. Well, uh, I ended up being dragged to go see Bridesmaids. Have either of you seen that movie? Oh, God, no. <laughs> It, I haven't. It, it seems a bit Sandler-esque. It, it kind of is, but it really is one of the funniest movies I've seen in a long time. Um, I really enjoyed the story. I thought that Kristen Wiig did a great job. Definitely interesting. I mean, she gets a little annoying when she gets a lot of self-pitying, but the the humor was really for both sexes. I know that a lot of reviews say that, but I, I really agree that um, – that the the it definitely didn't suck to be a guy at that movie, and I laughed just as hard as the women did. There's a lot of gross out humor with uh, people pooping in the streets and yeah, throwing I heard up there was a, yeah, I heard there was a scene where someone pooped in the street. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. But um, Josh, how much do you want to gay marry Judd Apatow? Uh, just a little bit. I mean, okay. it's it's really he's becoming a little over overblown right now. I mean that is certainly his his movie as far as producing it and that type of I mean Superbad was hilarious to me, Forty Year Old Virgin was okay the first time I saw it but like the fiftieth time was okay. I mean some of the more recent movies are just crap but I mean, you know that he's a certain type of humor just like Sandler was a certain type of humor. I mean I could watch Superbad all the time. I could watch Happy Gilmore all the time. Click not so much. <laughs> but um Christopher Walken was the only good character in that entire movie. What movie? <laughs> what movie? Yeah. Click? Oh, I never actually saw it. So <laughs> But um anyway, so I mean there are a lot of interesting movies coming out and we should go see some of them. I'm definitely have you guys what's your guys opinion about First Class? I'll I'll definitely see it. Um I'm going to reserve judgment on whether I'm going to like it or not until I've actually seen it, though. Yeah, definitely. How could you not yeah. like it? Okay, go ahead. Uh, for me, I would say that it's just – it's. I, I hate using this term, and I, I'm actually going to slap myself for saying it, but the, the whole concept of the X-Men is jump the shark at this point for movies. It doesn't – I mean, they've done so many of them, and the fact that they've stopped counting – and now we're going trying to do prequels of prequels. I mean, it's I mean it's what I was saying before. They're just trying to milk it for all it's worth. Yeah. And I mean, they know people will go pay money to see it. And just like they did with Wolverine, and just like they did with X Men Three. I mean, they're gonna keep they're gonna keep making them if people keep going to see them. So Wolverine could have been so good. That was like my favorite comic book character. But anyways, yeah. Kevin Bacon's in uh, in uh, First Class, so. I'm excited to see that character. I used to read the X-Men comics a lot, so the whole Hellfire Club and all that stuff is interesting. But um, as who? Sebastian Shaw. So if you have if you've read the old comic books and they had the Hellfire Club, 
basically that's the secret evil society that they don't really talk about, but they set up a lot of stuff. So, so again, Kevin Bacon's in it. Uh, Sebastian Shaw. I'm interested in to see uh, McAvoy play Professor X. That's going to be interesting. And I mean, there's not it's not really based on anything. There's a couple things, but it's it's all mixed up. But uh, previews look good. I'm interested. Uh, so we'll see. I just want to give everybody a quick Justin update, and that he's getting having trouble getting Skype to work. So. Right. That's why he hasn't joined us as yet. Well, we'll probably get him set up. Uh, we're not going to be too much longer. We'll probably wrap up a little bit because I'm out of topics. And uh, it's getting late. It's a work day tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. We'll probably yeah. definitely. We'll have to pick a so, better time and um, for more people to come because I, I really want all everyone to be able to join. I just know that everyone's schedule is a little messed up right now. Well, Sundays aren't usually good for me. I'm just throwing that out there, so we'll figure something out. Okay. Definitely. But this was fun. I think this was, uh, for what it's worth, it was definitely worth the trouble taking an hour and a half and just sitting down and, and, and talking about practically nothing, just bullshitting about stuff. I think that was that was a, definitely a good concept, Josh. I'm glad, you, uh, I'm glad you stepped up and said this was something we should do. Yeah, I yeah, can't, I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to pick some more topics and and have some more stuff to talk about. Yeah, well, I'm glad you bought a microphone, Conrad. Well, sure. <laughs> I mean, it's better than if I were trying to use the built-in one on the laptop. That wouldn't have worked so great. Yeah, and we can also do this, you know, playing games. I might be able to pick up Halo Three again, and we could just, you know, talk about topics while we kill each other. That might also work. <laughs> do you guys turn the sound way down? <laughs> yeah. Do you guys want to talk about anything else before we go? I hadn't really thought of anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not. E- you're like making fun of my list, but it's not easy when you have to come up with a list on your own, eh? Well, I didn't think of anything beforehand because you already had a list. Yeah, that's true. All right. Well, think of things for. Do you guys want to do a weekly one, or do you want to push it to two weeks? I think weekly is a good idea just to get us started. Mm. Yeah. Um, at least try it for a couple of weeks. If we can do this. Every week until late June, then we'll. Then I think it'd be time to reassess. All right, that sounds good. Yeah, I'll edit this together and throw it online and uh, add music. Any other musical requests besides Celine Dion and Kid Rock? <laughs> I can't think of any right now. Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. Well, of course, that's a classic. <laughs> so just see. Well, if we're gonna get sued, uh, yeah. we might as well. Go Might big. as well get sued big. Yeah. Yeah. Go big. Go big. Go big or go home. <laughs> Maybe we get some Beatles in there. You know. Oh yeah. <laughs> get Apple and Yoko on us. Yeah. All right. Well. Hell, just get some Yoko in there. Oh, there you go. Well, uh, okay. That'll be the first time I've ever heard her. <laughs> I've never. <laughs> so we'll have to think of a sign-off, but I guess we'll just say goodbye for now. Is there anything else you guys want to say? This is Doug. Okay. (laughs) All right. So we'll figure something else out. You guys will give me ideas. But all right. I'm going to stop the recording. Keep going. Hang on one second.
Tommy whispers, baby, it's okay. 